Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Friends, we extend a warm welcome to you all and thank you for listening. In this session, we are to hear exactly what God thinks about the Bible, His Word. Yes, from his very own words, God will tell us some specific truths concerning the Bible, which is the living Word of God. By these truths, we will know more about what the Bible stands for, what, it is, what its purpose is. Are you ready to hear what God has to say about the Bible? I am too. So let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to teach us exactly what God thinks about the Bible. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we come to you with great and lasting thanksgiving because you yourself have kept your promise to preserve the text of the Holy Bible. You've said heaven and earth will pass away, but the Bible, your word, will not pass away. Holy Father, just now we hold in our hands a copy of the Bible. Literally thousands have died that we might possess our own personal copy of the living Word of God in our own language. For this sacrifice of life, Father, we're truly grateful. Please, dear Lord, as we read your description of this holy book, let us understand what you said in Hebrews 4 and truly take it to heart. May we be transformed by your powerful Word. And then may we act upon what you have said, for we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the comforting strength of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, please do reach for your copy of the scriptures, and we're going to be looking mainly at Hebrews chapter 4. Pick up your Bible if you're not familiar with where Hebrews is, and, and turn to the very back, the book of Revelation, and then start moving forward. You're going to go through from Revelation 7 smaller books till you get to the book of Hebrews. In the book of Hebrews, we're going to be looking at the fourth chapter, especially in verse 13. You notice that when we give references to the Bible, we'll say like Hebrews 4.13, the first number stands for the chapter, chapter 4, the second for the verse. Actually, we'll be starting in the 12th verse, Hebrews 4.12. Now, when a person is reading it's so important to pay attention to what's being said you know we're not reading just the newspaper it's so important for us to pay attention to the living word of god so may we all pay attention to what it says hebrews 4:12 for the word of god is quick that's an old english word for living the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. 
we see from the text that the Bible here is described with these words, quick or alive, powerful, sharp, piercing, and discerning, and exposing. Let's carefully review these characteristics, beginning with the first one, the Bible's alive. Living things move. Living things breathe. They reproduce. They are renewed. They remain fresh. So it is with the living Word of God. John chapter 20, verse 21 and 22, the Word we read there is this. The Lord Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Note the word said. Jesus speaks this all to his disciples. He says, Receive the Holy Spirit. When we read the Word of God, because it too is alive as Jesus is, it has the ability to impart life and the abiding Holy Spirit. Yes, the Word is alive. It's also, according to Hebrews, listen to Hebrews 11.3 from the ESV. By faith, we understand that the universe was created. How? By the Word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. God has recorded in Genesis 1-3, said, Let there be light, and there was light. When God speaks, what he says comes into being, for the word of God is full of his limitless power. Friends, when we speak the words of God, we too speak with his authority. Yes, the very authority of God. We speak with the power of God, and all the demons of this world must bow before his word. That's the reason when Jesus was tempted in the flesh during his 40 days of fasting, that he spoke the word of God. He quoted the word of God in defense against the temptations of the evil one. Deuteronomy 6.16, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test, is what Jesus quoted. The truth of the word of God is immensely more powerful than the lies of Satan. Amen? So quote the word of God when you are tempted. Hebrews says that the Word of God is also sharper than a two-edged sword. Chuck Smith, in his commentary for these verses, says, The two-edged sword was perfected by the Romans and was the weapon that allowed them to conquer the world. Can this truth have escaped God or the first century readers of the book of Hebrews? No. Friends, the same kind of victory that the Roman sword won over the world is what literally God is promising us as we use this word of God, which is sharp. We want to use it against all the forces of evil. This sharp word of God also has the power to divide. It can divide between our soul and spirit. Joints and marrow, discerning our very thoughts, the intents of our heart. We can't hide our innermost thoughts from the all-seeing eyes of God and the piercing power of His Word. His Word literally lays us naked. He is our eternal judge, and we are clearly seen by Him. Matthew Henry, in his commentary of this section, says, now as the high priest inspected the sacrificed beasts, cut them up 
to the backbone to see whether they were sound at heart, so all things are dissected and open to the piercing eyes of our great high priest. Christ now, who tries our sacrifice, will at length as judge try our state, and we will have to do with him as one who will determine our everlasting state. Friends, since God word, God's word is alive and powerful and sharp and piercing, we must, by God's grace, put away those things which are stealing our time away from the Bible. We need to prioritize our reading, our memorization, and meditation on the living Word of God. The last thing we do before we go to bed, the first thing in the morning when we rise, when we sit in our homes, or when we walk by the way, when we're talking with our kids, our grandkids, from our mouth should flow the truths of the Bible. It is to be governing our every thought and helping us to determine our every action by its piercing power. We read our text as promised now from another translation, the New Living Translation, Hebrews 4, 12 and 13. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before the eyes his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. The thought that there is no God, and therefore the Bible cannot have a divine authority over us, is appealing to many. Why? Because if there is no God, then the Bible is just the creation of mankind and has no more authority of our works, the works of our lives, than the Greek philosophers then there would be absolutely no accountability. If the Bible is not the living word of God, there would be no accountability because nobody can tell me what to say or think. But friends, there is a God over all creation, and creation itself shouts to us of his existence, and the Bible whispers the same truth. We will all stand before Christ one day, and we must be ready. We must listen to and obey the word of God for the word of God is truth it's the truth that will set us free can I ask you a question have you read the Bible today do you intend to read the Bible today have you allowed it to search your heart and to purge your heart from anything that is unclean you know in application today let's think about two thoughts first let's prioritize the word of God and then second, let's pause in everyday situations to consult the Word of God. As we make life-altering decisions, our thought should be, what does the Bible say about this situation? Forty years ago, I was told by a man who must have thought he was doing that youth minister a favor. He said, in essence, that we can't stop and consider the Bible each time we make a decision in our life. But friends, you know, that's exactly what I think God is asking us to do. The Bible is to be a lamp to our feet, helping to keep us from stumbling, and a light to our path, lest we get lost and stray from the straight and narrow. 
So all through the day, let's purpose to prioritize the word and then to pause and consider the word that we've read, perhaps even that day as we make little decisions or huge decisions. Let's ask God for help with all of this. One project that was given to me years and years ago was this. I really wasn't reading the Bible very well at that time, and I was challenged by a preacher to make a commitment to five minutes a day. I know our first thought was that, the first thought would be probably, well, that's just way too little time. But you know, by making that commitment to five minutes a day, uh, my life was changed. I went from hardly reading the Bible to keeping that commitment for years. And obviously, when we spend five minutes in the Word and we read some things that just really catch our attention, we'll find ourselves spending 5, 10, 15, 20, and even longer times in the Word of God. Another idea that's going to help us is to get away from the hustle and bustle of this world and maybe find a place of refuge where we can read the Scriptures. A family was moving into a new home, and as we helped move them in, I remember that the wife and this family said, well, here's where I'm going to be doing my personal devotions. Do you have a place for your personal devotions? Do you have a place where you can get by yourself and read, again, the living, abiding Word of God? Let's make a commitment to read at least five minutes a day, and let's find a place where we can do that, where we can be all by ourselves with the Word of God and let God speak, literally speak into our lives. Do you think God's going to talk to you through the Word? I know He will, for God's no respecter of persons. Let's pray. Father, I am ashamed of the time that I've wasted in the past on worthless activities. But, Lord, you know, I have repented and I have asked for forgiveness. And even now I recommit my life to spending more time in your precious word. Lord, not just once daily, but throughout the day, may I open your word. May I read your word. And may I find in your word the grace to keep the commandments. Hear me, God. And hear all the prayers of those who are praying with me just now. And are you praying with me? Father, cause us to treasure your word. May we hide your word in our hearts that we might not sin against you. And may it cause us to grow in wisdom and stature and favor with you, Father, and with men. Father, use the living and abiding word, the Bible in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ and for his sake we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you my God, in the shadow of your wings. Do you have five minutes for God? 
I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day, and we'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?